episode of the Africa Aunties podcast, Union as Bubble Anchor. As a resident auntie, it's our duty to give you unsolicited advice on how to live your life. Disclaimer, we are not therapists or psychologists or your pastors. You do not need to follow our advice, even though we think we are right. Um, we'll introduce ourselves. My name is Amanda, or Auntie Amanda. My name is Tatenda, or Auntie T. My name is Auntie Pearl. My name is Auntie Karis, Auntie KK. You know how we do it over here. Gang, gang. All right. <laughs> we don't know. How do we do You must know. We really don't. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, can anybody tell me what is happening today? The International Women's Day. Yes, so for those of you who celebrate it, for those of you who, not everyone celebrates international women. Some people think you, women are useless. Some people think women are foolish. But for those who celebrate it, we are celebrating you, Shai, if you're a woman who is listening to this podcast, you know, all of those good things. Today's topic, Sha, is taking from those of them who don't appreciate the women. We'll be reading a tweet and we'll be responding to that tweet and that will be our focus for this episode. So, a little bit of background. The person who made this tweet, his name is Mike Bamiloye. If you watch, uh, what are those movies called again in Nigeria? Mount Zion. Mount Zion movies. He's the pastor and the owner of Mount Zion. And he woke up one morning, to be precise, 9th of February, 2021. And this is what he chose to say on Twitter. On Beyonce's internet, he chose to say, if you are a single sister, don't join the feminist movement. That was in all caps, just an FYI. The feminist movement may make you miss the will of God for your life. If you are married, don't join them either. If you want to get the best out of your marriage, the feminism want to contest the head of the home. That was my Bamiloye's tweets. But I'm not done. I have to read the responses that were part of this Instagram post. Somebody said, Mike Bamiloye, thanks for the childhood memories, but you are wrong. I think God wants women to be treated right, giving equal opportunities, not to be oppressed, but you rather live in equality, peace, and together we will build a better world for everyone. And somebody went to go and comment and they said, <clears throat> there is no equal right between the man and the woman in the Bible. Women <laughs> are what? Actually, an afterthought. <laughs> what? just for the pleasure of the man even among the christian congregation women are not allowed to have or air an opinion in their gatherings it is all there in the bible and so this this kind of comments were all through the tweet but one other one that stood out to me was this one woman that said well said sir i was a feminist as a single lady uh-uh. <laughs> 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 what does she mean? It's not that no, it was God who ministered to me that that was a dangerous path. When, mm. <laughs> when people embrace the word of God with an open heart, they will see the truth in what you have just said. Yes, feminism is about gender equality, but there is a negative spirit feminism also gives that hates submission to the husband in the home. Submission <laughs> is not inferiority. 
it is just understanding plus if a lady yokes herself to god properly god will settle her marital life he will give her a great husband as she ended with Lobaton. That, that right there is the tweet so please my african artist thoughts what are you, what's your first reaction to hearing first of all mike bamelay's tweet what was your first reaction to seeing that that thing shut up like really shut up like <laughs> shut up <laughs> spot on get it yeah end it right there there's no need to go for now. Just, just stop it. Mine? Why are women not just stay out of women's business? In like, really, stay in your... F- stay your lane. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, who are you? Who? Okay. Even if you have this view or whatever, you do not have the experience of women. You are not a woman. You have no authority over the general female population of Nigeria. So like, what have you experienced in your life? What, what makes you feel like you have the authority to tell women what to join or what not to join? Really, shut up. I guess if he feels like he's a pastor, he's a leading. Like really, like, how do you disrespect? Shut up, shut up. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, yeah, honestly, uh, and it was such a random day. Like, what woke? What did you wake up and choose to hate on feminism for? What did they do to you? You just woke up and said women should not be free. <laughs> they should. They should not be allowed equal pay. No, none of that. All the things that feminism stands for, zero. It's I feel like this is this is just very sad because these people are. I don't want to say. They're like, you know, they're spiritual leaders. Mike Bamloye has a church, you know, he has congregation and he has young men that are, that, you know, looking up to him and I'm using him as an example or, you know, as role models for themselves. And it's just sad that these boys or these men will grow up, you know, having these same thoughts. It's just really, it's disgusting. It was very disgusting. And these are the men that we women that were fighting for our rights. These are the men that we may end up with. <laughs> so at the end of the day, guys, I to be but these are the men out there. <laughs> really, these are the men out there. At the end of the day, we are still the ones that is still going to, you know, Yoruba will say, let me not, let me not use Yoruba terms, but like, we're still the one that was going to face the consequences of this, these thoughts and this, whatever rubbish that this man is teaching this this man it's just really sad honestly i don't like it i don't like it and my, so many yeah. even i don't see it it's not for just the men some women are also against feminism like right. her, she was a feminist as a single lady before she was right married. as i said what does that one even mean by she's a feminist as a single lady please <laughs> so when she got married what did she turn to like, God moves her from the wrong path. Right? I know, we men themselves are supposed to stand up for themselves. Are the ones that also say rubbish about themselves. Are you serious? What I don't that give me is major like, pick me vibes. <laughs> that is the definition of pick me vibes, right there. Seriously. 
internalize misogyny. Like we just so dumb. Like people like to be. make what? people like to make some reason out to be like this big thing. It just means you are a human being and I'm a human being. We deserve to be treated with respect. It doesn't mean but that we're going to have the same thing. It doesn't mean we're going to have exactly the same life. It doesn't mean that we're going to do the same job or have the same roles or whatever. It just says that whatever role I choose to have in society or whatever role that we have said as a role, like if I choose to deviate from that, it doesn't make me less of a woman as someone who chooses that role. Or it's, it's just simple as like, if you are a teacher and I'm a teacher, we should be making the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. If we're doing the same job, like that's what, it's not this high level concept that people are trying to like, treat people with respect. And the people who are trying so hard to like, be anti-feminist, what is your gain in that? You really want the right to oppress women? See, if women are telling you that they're being oppressed, would you not want to do something to help alleviate that struggle? And if you don't want to, then shut up. If you're not adding to the success of women, just respectfully shut up. That man said um, women were an afterthought. Like, he's not even part of the conversation of treating women with you. No, he doesn't want to. We don't need it. We don't need respect because we were an afterthought. We were made for men's pleasure. That is very problematic. (laughs) And for this to be... Like, I hate that this is how some Christians really perceive women because that is very dangerous. Like, which kind of God do you serve? Is it the same God? That I'm also praying to. Oh that is God. saying that some some people are second class citizens. See, I truly feel like thinking of us as citizens or not citizens, baby. <laughs> I truly feel like so we're not much even of like, there. Okay, we're not even there. So much of like what's I don't know how like so much of what runs this world and what keeps people being foolish is power and privilege. And if they don't have a, an opportunity to have or to enforce their power and privilege, then they're not happy. That's just the bulk of it. And so for many of these people, especially, like you said, these, these people who use religion as an excuse to just yeah. spew nonsense and spew hate, it's, I feel like it's, for so many of us in our in our own lives, we, we experience, you know, one way where we feel like less than, you know? But because many people carry faith and religion on their head, like, oh, this is the almighty. This is the almighty of life. I know that if anything else is wrong, my faith is not wrong. So they will now mm-hmm. use that as their reasoning for why, oh no, um, even though I may be powerless in other parts of my life, in this religion, me, <laughs> you the neck. <laughs> you, you are below. So I, but I truly feel like, I don't know, the fact, like Pearl said, the fact that someone who is supposed to be a spiritual leader, someone who's supposed to be a role model for people, this is the kind of nonsense to just wake up and choose let me just say foolishness mm-hmm. and so much of it truly just goes back to not even you know what what do you really know you're fighting against what do you what do you know in feminism that you're saying i'm opposed to it because i'm sure if your daughter came to me and tell you oh they're treating me a certain way you will still be the one to go and mm-hmm. fight for high school but i know right. feminism is, is, is against my religion i hate that, I hate that because like even when you're saying that, like, if it was his daughter, he would, if something happens to his daughter, he would fight for her. He would only fight for her because it seems like his daughter is an extension of himself. Exactly. Men only, res- I don't, I wish, like, we could sit down in a room and ask men, really, what do men do to make you hate women so much? Because the only mm-hmm. way to explain mm-hmm. this is hatred. 
this was unprovoked. Nobody called. We first of all, we don't even remember who you are. Truly, truly. Second of all, the barely half with platform that you managed to have, you are using it to destroy women that are paying you no mind. Like, who? What is this? Like, really? If you only respect the women that are attached to you. You don't respect women, mm-hmm. you just respect yourself mm-hmm. yeah. and your exactly. circle. Yeah. And men try so hard. They, everything they do is just for like other men. And if the problem you have with feminism is the whole mm-hmm. thing of like, I deserve to also be a leader. Mm-hmm. But then you be a better leader. Mm-hmm. If you think you're better at being a leader, then be the leader. Mm-hmm. But don't be half wit at leading. And then complain that someone else may be better at your job that you're not doing than you. Right. Then shut mm. up and take a class or read a book, like do something. <laughs> but don't come to my face and tell me about how I am not qualified when you are not qualified as well. I mean, we'll read the Bible. Honestly, is, is he not a pastor? Hmm. I just. <laughs> because this whole thing is about how feminine wants to contest the head of the whole. This head of the home. This head of the home. Really? What is the home? home? What's the difference? <laughs> okay. This okay. head of the home. It's just exercise of power. It's just exercise of the home. In this, in most people's mind, is like I bring the money. That's fine. You are the head of the home, but do you know anything about your children? Exactly. Do you know where? Keep the same energy. Show me where the scissors stays in your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't know. You don't have the head of Jesus. Hmm. Do, do you know where the knives are in your house? Do you know if your children came to my tell you, I'm, here's my best friend? Do you know their best friend? Do you know the exactly. name of your child's teacher? What do you know? Do you their know what classes color. they're taking? Do you know their the favorite color? Do you know if your do child you know? is to nuts? Do you know their allergies? Head of the home. Exactly. <laughs> what they are the eating <laughs> You want to be so in charge, but you do nothing to be in charge. Men want to lead so badly, but don't know that to lead first you have to follow. You want to lead so badly, but don't know that you have to listen to lead. You don't know that, like, you want someone to submit to you so much, but not understanding that submission means to trust you. We can't trust you, you're incompetent. What are you talking about? What? Mm -mm. All you do is wake up and brush your teeth, and you want to lead the world? The world? Get out of here. What are you talking about? Like, if this conversation makes me so upset because, like, what do you do? Exactly. Well, see, the thing is, when it comes to being a substantial member of the society to raise up a family, if that's the country that you hold, if your family is the nation that you control, this head. What is your impact in your children besides cash? See it. If you can't see it, sir, yeah. you are subservient. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have a question. My deputy here. Do you think? I feel like. I feel like also like the way we have we have been raised. You know, I don't know. Is there like a significant difference in the way? ladies are being raised from the way men are being raised 100 because i feel like 100%, 100%. right immediately right 
Yeah. Because I feel like upbringing also has a lot to do with this talk of feminism and all of those things. Men are definitely infantilized. Like, they are treated like children up until they are given up to their wife, who's supposed to then treat them like a child and raise them. And, like, it's just too much, man. They're never given the chance to be because. Like, I feel like you want to lead so badly, but you can't cook a meal for yourself. If you want to lead so badly, but you need me to do your laundry. You want to lead so badly, but like, what do you do, sir? Leader, commander in chief, what do you do for yourself? <laughs> but that, that, is, that is what happens when we, when we, what's it called, reward, reward mediocreness and reward exactly the bare minimum. Because the same yeah. thing men do in these lands where they do nothing. But then we're the ones raised with so much to have to know to have all this responsibility. It's the same way mm-hmm. white men and women just wake up knowing nothing. But then we're the ones who have to get all the education, get all the knowledge, you know? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, when so many so much of like literally like our history, a lot of our history, especially with colonization, religion, a lot of it has just been rewarding people for doing the bare minimum. And because mm-hmm. they've been rewarded for doing the bare minimum, people who have actually worked hard, worked behind the scenes, they're never the front and center, they're okay mm-hmm. with just being like, well. I don't really have to do much because at the end of the day, it's my position to be here. And you're supposed mm-hmm. to be at the back in the other room. So mm-hmm. that's just the way. You don't feel like you just have inherent leadership. Exactly. Even if we're going yeah. to assume, yes. If you are, let's assume, if you are a man, you are born as a leader. Mm-hmm. Then wouldn't it be in your you. best interest to work towards those leadership skills? Right. Why should they to be a good leader? Not born with the leadership instinct if we're assuming this false lie but like false lie is the truth so this lie <laughs> if we're assuming that men are born inherently leaders why aren't you working up and living to your potential because they're failures or they're an afterthought but that's the thing though living up to the potential Living up to the potential doesn't do anything for them. Being mediocre is already rewarded. So living up to potential is just extra labor that they don't want to put in. That's the thing. Yeah. If I if if me working hard is going to give me the same result as me doing nothing, why work hard? Right. Right. Then, then keep quiet and let the ones who are working hard be good leaders live. And the women who are going to take over from your leadership positions leave because clearly you're not, but then they'll not think that here. they will not think they are trying to control control the men eh? they will think that mm. you know they are losing they are losing out on their power because they're spending their out their power and that's why women. and that's why they don't that's why, want, they, that's why they hate the word feminism and the yeah. whole, you know the whole thing about feminism they hate it so much because they feel like you're trying to take over the world and you're trying to take over their power and their authority but, as men. But if we but then right, again, right. what are you doing? <laughs> like Commander said, what exactly are you doing to prove that okay, I can I can rule, I can be a better leader, and I can also yeah. help you to grow. You're not doing anything. So if we are trying to fight for ourselves and we're trying to fight for ourselves, why are you stopping us? Exactly. Because also, even if we're trying to take over the world, they've had hundreds of thousands of years to do right. They've had time to do that. Right by people, they've had time. And they haven't. So if we're now they saying, have, okay, you've had your time, let's take it over. Let's show you how exactly. this thing Why are you so worried? Yeah, sure. They're still the ones every day crying that they're broke. Every day crying that they're broke. <laughs> There's no money for tomato, no money for crayfish. Really? Let's help fix it now. Yeah, this has just, like, I was just saying to people, like, men really just talk. <laughs> That's really all they do. They just talk. Yeah. Because 
the effort that it takes to become a good leader, they don't have the, the maturity to go through. They are required of, like, so little required of them that they end up at the end of their lives with no real life skill. Just a shell of a person. And then you're 60 something years old, and you happen to allow your grandchild to log into Twitter for you, and now you tweet, Don't try the feminist movement! Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you have spent your whole life with somebody bringing you food every single day. You have spent oh, your whole life. Like, really? Uh, what are you doing? is triggered. What are you doing? She really is. Oh, she really is. No, really though. What 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 have you done? If you want to lead so badly, then lead. Right? Somebody is stopping lead you. Lead right. Not just even about leading. Nobody lead is stopping and you from right. saying that right there. Nobody is stopping you say, you know what? I'm a man. I was born to be a leader. I'm going to be the best leader. You're not saying that. You're saying no. I want to be a bad leader, and I want you to be fine with bad leadership. You must be out of your mind. <laughs> If the government is not working for the people, the people overthrow the government. If somebody who is supposed to be putting money in your account is no longer putting money in your account, you find someone else putting money in your you account. You find a way, right? So move mm-hmm. on. So women are not going to sit down with mediocre men no. who are trying to have women who are more educated than men on a global level, who have more experience than men on a global level, mm-hmm. Who are more emotionally mature than men on a global level? It's not just black women or Nigerian women. <laughs> on a global level, we do everything better than you. We raised you. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Okay, but also this whole concept of emotional maturity and letting men just have years of being foolish because oh no as a when you're in your 20s yeah 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 you know you don't have sense you grow up in your 30s but then girls are 20 21 they're already telling us to shop up we have sense right you have sense so really in your whole life if you look at your cv of life i look at a random girl's cv of life at your age do you think would you hire you as a leader? Of course not. They have not. Shut up! Really, really, just respectfully. Zip it, please. You have to jump like a rat. <laughs> what are you talking? Like, I don't like loud men. <laughs> loud with empty heads, but just like megaphone lips. Close your mouth. <laughs> megaphone lips. Oh, really? And he will go on to lead other men and lead other... Because if women say, I am subservient to men, that's fine for you to decide. But you have to decide what kind of men you're going to be subservient to. Because at the end of the day, men are on a global level bringing you nothing. But the level of nothing is different. So are you going to be subservient to a man that's going to beat you because he is the head of the home? Are you going to... What are you going to sacrifice? Like, is that what you want to risk in order to keep his ego in check? How much pride is, do you have in yourself to decide what you are worth? It's like, there's so much more. Like, even if people are saying, even for them to say, men are the head. Sure, okay. Head of who, though? Because the head of the primary school is not the head of the secondary school. And there's levels to who is the head of what. The head of, for that class, is not the head of Nigeria. So. Maybe you may be ahead, but not ahead of me. 
That's what I have to say. So find who is less than you and then talk to them. But don't talk to me. Okay, wait. Um follow-up question. Oh. People are out here talking about submission. Alright. I know this I feel like we've all been in situations where like either someone has said something about being a submissive woman or you know your role as a woman those kind of things so i want each of you to just think about it for a second and when you hear submission what is your what's just like your instinct like what's your reaction to hearing that and what's what's your reaction to it and why do you feel like people have such a big why do people care so much about submission and why should we care about it why should we not care about it Everyone, you have a few seconds. Think about it. And now, tell me your filter thoughts. Ooh. Okay. For me. If I hear submission, I'm like, okay, I won't care what you're talking about. But I feel like people that talk about submission, men that talk about submission, talk about control. Which is mm. not what submission means. <laughs> to submit in the way they're saying, like, husband and wife to submit, is to yield power. For me to yield power, it means that I had power already. And then I am trusting your skill, your ability, your potential, your lifestyle, whatever I'm trusting, I'm trusting you and I'm able to yield my power to you to lead me and trust that I will be fine. If I don't trust your skill, your life, your accomplishments, your money, your whatever, if I don't trust you, I'm not obligated to yield to you. I have to find the person that I trust enough to yield to. Submission is fine if you understand what you're talking about. But submission does not mean you run my life. It means I have power, but I'm choosing to not use that power or to give you my power and to allow me to do what you want because I trust that you have my best interest at heart. If you don't have my best interest at heart, I, me yielding to you is a, a crash situation. Stop. Right. <laughs> Next in line, Antita Tender. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think submission is I agree with Amanda's point of view, first of all. That like I need to have power first. It's not that I'm coming from a place of lack in terms of power. It's not that like you're just taking me from my father's house where I have nothing and then you're just going to put me in the house as one of your cattle or whatever, like, I have power, but I'm trusting um, you to lead me. And I think for me, submission is more so based on his leadership rather than my submission. Like it's not, like people don't like to emphasize the submission aspect of it, but I think more so the leadership. And in the Bible, when uh, Paul is talking about that in Ephesians, he's literally saying, husbands should love their wives like Christ loves the church so I don't know which men these are that feel like they're one ready to die will you be crucified for your wife will you die for your wife will you provide like all those things that we see Jesus as are you ready to become that kind of person for your wife and until you reach that level why are you talking about somebody else for being to you like I just don't think that makes sense yeah. And I think people care about it so much because men are the ones who always talk about submission, to be honest. And they always talk about it in the context in the context of like control, just like Amanda said. They just want to run our lives. Men don't like seeing us do things, man. Like, 
for the most part i just think women are viewed as either pleasure to your husband or cows for your father if you're an african girl like it's literally we're just viewed as what we can provide for the men in our lives rather than just like someone who can stand and be an individual who does something common for themselves so yeah that's my thought on it Wait, was it was it was it Peter that was it Peter was it Peter that said um uh love your wife the way Christ loves you and then the woman oh. should submit was it Peter or Paul? Paul. I think it Paul? was Paul. It was Paul because it was Ephesians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, me I've always I've always thought it was Peter. <laughs> How many Bible do I need? Um. <laughs> for me. You may have said it. <laughs> Peter may have said it too, but anyways, um. I, generally speaking on submission like the, the dictionary meaning of submission means the act of accepting the authority or control of someone else and i feel like that's just like in for life in general but then in the context of relationships submission has a totally different meaning it's an act expressed mutually and voluntarily mutual as per is me and you that we have to submit mm-hmm. and voluntarily as well i will give it to you when i want to give it to you simple and short wow mutually yeah. it has nothing to do with being weak or mm-hmm. no it's it's as far submission as far i'm strong enough like amanda said you're strong enough or i'm strong enough to open my heart to you and to other people not just you submission is not servanthood submission is not inferior submission is not degrading submission is not weak submission mm-hmm. is a sign of strength and respect and when i said mutually place the mutually i place the mutual i tell me speak rubbish english place the mutual and the respect together mm-hmm. mutual respect respect as far if you respect me i'll respect you simple and short when people call sorry i've always thought it was peter god forgive me please i don't read my bible daily but <laughs> when paul said um the men should love their wives i don't think he was saying it as far men this is your sole duty that's the only duty that you have to, to love it so is he saying that the women are not loved also because it's, it's the duty of the men and when he says women should submit i i'm also thinking he's not saying it as for women this is your sole responsibility mm-hmm. to 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 submit to a man he's saying it as for okay i'm talking to all men and women here you do this you do this not as for you this is your focus you this is your focus if he's saying that man should love the wife doesn't mean that the, the wife not also love the husband. The man is loving the wife, the wife is loving the husband. The man is submitting, the woman is submitting. And it's mutual. It's all of us that is doing this loving and, and submission. So please, men out there, don't get it twisted. <laughs> Do not get it twisted at all. Submission does not mean that woman become, you know, a doormat or I'll be doing yes sir, yes sir. Submission, mm-hmm. every time I think of the word submission, I've, I try to like make up a, a situation in my head as far I'm married 
I have the projects that I'm running or that I'm working on. And then out of respect, out of not leaving you out of my plans, I'm showing you what my project is. I'm not showing you as far, you have to impose your own ideas on me and then I'll drop my own thoughts process. No, I'm showing you as far, you're my husband. I don't want to leave you out of my plans. This is what I'm working on, but I will not take your imposition. Simple. If my thought process aligns with your thought process, then yes, we'll work together. But if I've made up my mind and said, okay, this is my plan, and I'm just I'm just showing you, not for you to give me ideas, I'm just showing you to put you in the, in the loop of things. That's all. That's what I feel like submission is about. You know, it's just respect, it's mutual respect. It's you giving me respect, me giving you respect, me loving you, you loving me. Simple and short. Thank you. Beautiful. Um, I think before I, before I talk about like what I think about submission, I think every time I've read that whole piece about Paul, I'm talking about the family and like love and submission. I truly feel like when you read that whole place and like try to understand it, it's not just about, yes, it's about marriage, but it's more about just like relationships within families because he talks about children and like how parents should treat their kids. He talks about how siblings should treat each other. He talks about how children mm-hmm. should be to their parents. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. when you read the whole thing in its entirety, it's about just like, how do we relate to each other in a family? What are things that we can all do to make this relationship work? Cause it's not going to be a one-sided thing. All of us have to put in work. So depending on our own, like limited, um, whether it's our limited age, maybe because of where, where the kids or like our limited growth or limited abilities or limited positions in society. Maybe it's at a time when the men are the ones working and like women are not working. Depending on your position in society, there, there are things we all have to bring into this family to make our family units work. And I feel like people get too stuck up in the, you know, okay, women submit, men do this or do that. But like, take all of that away and just think about how can we all in this family treat each other better to make sure we're all being respected we're all being loved mm-hmm. and we're all our all our input is being taken into consideration really just not, leave in peace. what is the point of Seriously. a point of a family if you're not going to work at your relationship together what's the what's the point nothing a pleasure <laughs> <laughs> all right as for my feelings of transmission i truly hate that word and i feel like we're getting to points in our societies where like when we're seeing words don't work for us, we change them. And I feel like when it comes to these relationships, I truly hate hearing submission in terms of relationships. I would rather us stick to um, a word that's like trust. Because even when we want to, you know, explain what submission is in terms of relationship, we still think about it in the sense of you behave, you behave a certain way, which makes me feel a certain way about you. And then I'm able to, whether it's yield my power or like trust your opinions, trust you have my best interest in heart, all of those things. So for the word submission, personally, I say, take it out. If any, if when I'm doing marriage counseling, they tell me submit, please, we're getting off, we're leaving. Already, I know that my marriage counselor will not use such a word with me because they will know me beforehand. So they will have sense. But (laughs) (laughs) I truly hate that word submission. And I feel like, kind of like the same thing I said about relationships. Like, I feel like submission is also, it's not a one-time transaction. Like if in one situation, I trust you to make a certain decision. Maybe already I, me, I said, I know 
I will marry someone who has strength in one thing and maybe I don't have strength in that thing. So we'll know like in our family units, when it comes to, maybe when it comes to buying cars, you're the one that has more knowledge and like you know how to talk with these salespeople. So I already just know, when it comes to buying cars for our family, I will not be the one dealing with it. Baby boy, you take all the power there. You deal with it. But I mean, when it comes to other things, whether it comes to, I don't know, um, <clears throat> decorating at home, Maybe it comes to where do we go for vacation? Maybe it comes to what schools do our children go to? Please, you know your power to me. You did to wow. me. You did to me. Don't worry. Your opinion, I don't want it. You did to me. But I truly feel like this whole submission, like trusting, it's it's very much a dynamic um, partnership. It's never going to be. I so it's like consent because I gave it to you one time does not mean you have it forever. I gave it to you one time in this one specific situation. The next time make sure you come correct again so that i can still give you the same submission and trust but if you don't come correct you cannot be expecting that now i should give you what do you think right that's the best right to nothing if i don't right. give it you don't have it so please pim, keep quiet so those are my thoughts on submission anyone else already I have... before her oh <laughs> okay so I, I actually thought about this earlier but i, I forgot when i was saying my piece that bible verse that everyone likes to go off talking about how women should be submissive was talking about like you said the family dynamic it never said women as a whole should be submissive to men as a whole it was in the family dy- like family situation so when men now talk about how we should be submissive in the workplace i i know for fact that there are some things that I have seen boys not be able to do that I can do a thousand times better. I'm a you because I'm a woman. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And why would God even create people like that so that a whole gender is above all the others? Mm-hmm. Now men should just do everything and then the rest of us are just here for their pleasure. I just think... But I feel like it yeah. really goes to show us how how deep, like, not to get too sociological, but like truly how deep the patriarchy has gotten into our societies. Oh, because it even it's it's so hard, even for like thinking about it from like a man's perspective. Ugh, men. But thinking about it from like a man's <laughs> from like a man's perspective, like if everything, if every time you talk about leaders or heroes in the society, in our communities, in even like children's stories, it's always men. If those are the only people that you see as the ones who have leadership skills, the only ones who have sense, the only ones who never have to run their ideas by anyone else, you will 100% grow up thinking the same thing. If all the presidents in the in the world are men, all the world leaders are men, like, where, where else do you see, even, when you even look at the Bible, I know we'll talk about some examples later, but even within the Bible, so many of, like, the stories, like, who, how many people have the Bible, more than have the Bible, written by men. Islam, Muhammad, he's their he's their priest. So Abi, their prophets. So everywhere, like everywhere you turn, it's just men mm-hmm. at the forefront of everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so embedded in our cultures, and I feel like that's also mm-hmm. why it's so triggering for these men because it's almost like a, 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 like you're shaking their whole core. But it's also like yeah. what what yeah. is really there in this core? Because even with all these big stories. I, it was literally, I think, two years ago that I learned how almost every single speech Martin Luther King Jr. gave, women wrote them or they were women's speeches. And they just gave it to him at the speech 
and he read it and he became like the forefront of so many things a lot of these men who are like out there like people we look up to they really didn't do anything they were only in those positions because um with that particular like period in time women had no say so they would just yield mm-hmm. things to men and they were just the ones taking on all these you know power and whatever yeah like hidden But, figures as well like right? apparently well i mean not apparently evidently mm-hmm. women were the ones doing the calculations exactly for them to end up going to space and all that it was women black women at that period And do we ever get put on the, at the forefront? No, but that's we're the brains of the operations and that's fine for them. Like, you know, do all the work and I take the credit at the end of the day. And that's what we're fighting for. We're not fighting for um men should not live. We don't think men. I mean, I know there are some women. <laughs> but like at at its core feminism is more so about just equal rights and equal opportunities mm-hmm. and equal crediting. Like forget just opportunity because you give me opportunity i will do the work and you still you will still credit yourself after you've employed me that's not what we're fighting for like ah this is so stressful yeah. and i feel like <laughs> it even hurts me it hurts me even more because like when we think about like i was learning about um so there's this nigerian civil war if you read about it i read like what happened in ibo um cultures and like communities and whatever you actually i didn't even realize this but like i learned very not long ago that women are a lot of our communities pre-colonization were very much matriarchal where women were the ones leading things they were the um ones in charge of markets like in Igbo land women were the ones in charge of the markets like were the ones who were in charge of the home in charge of the markets in charge of all the decision making so like we have lived lives where men had duties women had duties and we all had leadership positions or in some cases where women had the leadership position and those communities thrived so it's not like there are no pictures of women doing what they need to do and making this shit work it's out there it has happened it is still happening there's still matriarchal mm-hmm. families and like matriarchal mm-hmm. uh, cultures out there so i don't know why they feel like this is such a huge shift from the norm because truly if the norm isn't working it's time for us to destroy Change it, it. Really also, I on on that tweet, I saw a comment. I don't even remember if it was on the Instagram, but someone said religion will be the downfall of Nigeria or something to that effect. And I was like, truly, that's so saddening that people take this whole stance on like what Christianity and what Christianity should look like, and they run, they run with it, oh. and they run <laughs> with this God. I don't know where they got him. I mean. When they colonized oh us, they came with, with their white supremacy. Like, there were so many layers where this Christianity that was supposed to be a whole pure thing, where Jesus died for us, like, that was wonderful. Great, we love to see it. But now it came with white supremacy. It came with the sexism. The man has to be higher than the woman. It just came with a whole lot of stuff. And Africans have really been buying into that. Like, we've bought into it for a long time. But it's... funny because it's so new like it literally the 1800s and now this is our truth really like it's so disappointing it's really like at what point do we get our own identity away from colonization because everything goes uh-huh. back to colonization and how yeah it's, it's very stressful yeah hmm. amanda you look like you're itching to say something Oh, apart from the fact that um, the men that talk like this, they are truly powerless. 
And it's so funny because they know they wouldn't last a day without women. They wouldn't last. That's and so and that's why they're sad. That's why they're sad. That's, that's because so they know true. that if women real like if women had a sliver of the opportunity that men have to take power. They would do better things. Like there would be no chance. Like we would be keeping them in cages. It would be sad. Because they don't like really. It's so sad because men like this bring nothing. And anybody who is so scared about losing power, maybe you don't really have it. Yeah, and if they're so focused on like why is why are they not submitting to me, they will never submit to me. <laughs> you will never we, like it's it's such a sad life. I mean, every time I see someone that talks like this or thinks like this, I initially get upset because is everything alright? But then I also think, oh, truly, yeah, it's happening. Like, like you lose this really. now. <laughs> Your world is really so small. That you it's don't so even sad. see anything. No big picture. Just, nothing. Not the thoughts behind those eyes. Just blind. Just oh. all. <laughs> Babes. Oh. You're just a shell of a man. Like someone said earlier. <laughs> oh. It's the funniest thing. Because they would not be able to handle it. If they had to really the run their own lives. They wouldn't be able to handle it. No, because oh. the women are cooking. The women are... Your assistant is a woman, your secretary is a woman, the people handling your schedules are women, the people, right. like, your whole life is revolved around women who are working. And you think, you think if you left it to men, do you men? We get to. We get to. So, like, when you, when you start talking about, oh, they don't submit, I need them to, like, I already know, you have already lost the battle. Exactly. Really, you're just making noise. But I feel but like the ideal man. Oh, okay, I was just gonna say because I feel like the ideal man that Paul is speaking about does not demand submission. I just think submission is something that you just you will do. You don't naturally. even think about it. It's not even it just comes, right? Because you're if you're a leader, you're not thinking about when you're a leader, people will follow. It's not really about mm-hmm. what you have to like really. That's why like it's, it's not my very, point. If you're bothered, this bothered, you're not a leader. And you've never really? been, and you probably never will be, because you're so focused on who is seeing you instead of exactly. doing the work. And if you're focused on who is seeing you instead of doing the work, people will never see you. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except on Twitter, and they laugh. Oh, my, my women. Bah, 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 bah. And you can't type. That's the worst part. We know you can't type. You type with one finger. Get out of here. No, stop. Next point. <laughs> really, let me let me Wow. Hey, before before we end this segment, oh, please say that like, um, I truly feel for these men because they don't even know what is in store for them. Because when you see the young girls and some of these young boys who are being raised now, I'm truly, truly, truly so happy for like our generation, the generation that's coming after us. I guess. Since I'm a Gen Z, I'm also the generation after us. But like, oh I think so yes, we are all <laughs> No, you and Charmaine are not. Me and Pearl are. No, we're on the cusp. We're Gen Z. Cuspy call, cuspy me. Anywho, I feel like so many young people who are getting to this point where, or like we're at this point where we hear elders saying things sometimes. I'm looking at you and we're like, I know you're saying words. 
but your words are foolish. So I will right. not. Right. Be... It's not. It's not sinking in at all. It's really it's not really... sinking in. I've seen sinking it's in. like um this woman's daughter on TikTok, Ilhan Omar, the one who's like a whole senator in the U.S., the Muslim woman, amazing. But she even has like some things that she says, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? And her daughter, who is only like 17, very boldly, is also on TikTok, very boldly like opposing her mother's views. Like some of the things you say are nonsense, and I will not be following them. And these are the kids who are coming up. So very soon, it will be a small child that will shake up the, this man, Gwamiloye. It will be his granddaughter that will finish him to his core, and he will shake up and he will shut up, and then at least. Few more years, you'll be gone from this earth. In it, that's how we start. Last, 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 last people will die. Harry, can you say few more years? If they, don't <laughs> if they don't die today, they will die a few years from now. But last, last, he will be shaking, will be shaking off. Few years. Oh God, can you say God forgive me? <laughs> Goodbye to that man.